Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Back by popular demand, Joey Votto of the Reds will join us coming up a little bit. And B. John Robinson, Falcons rookie running back, will join us a little bit later on. Braves, Phillies. Braves trying to even the series after losing last night, being roughed up 10-2. And uh, Broncos and the Chiefs, that point spread is now 11. Nobody is entertaining the idea that maybe, possibly, maybe just a small, small, small percentage that Denver could win this game tonight, right? Even though it's not at home, but in Kansas City Thursday night, maybe Travis Kelsey doesn't play. But what would that do? What would that do to the NFL if Denver would happen to win this game? And they are due to put together a decent game when you think about it. Uh, Whether they do that or not, I think you still have to at least factor in the possibility of can Denver keep it close, close enough to gain some confidence there, and if Kansas City doesn't have Travis Kelsey. I know it seems far-fetched. But as I say, you can't say no chance. You have to say low chance. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. They said it couldn't be done, but we're there. 100.9 FM, the Mitt in Midland, Michigan. They have uh, joined the nearly 400 cities around America that carry the Dan Patrick Show. And they're owned by the Great Lake Loons baseball team, a... um, Hi, a Dodger affiliate. Speaking of which, this is the final call last night on the Dodgers season. Seawall delivers. Line drives. Short left, but there to make the play. Lourdes Gurriel. And the Arizona Diamondbacks pull off the most improbable three-game sweep. An upset of the Dodgers. They win tonight 4-2. to two. The Dodgers finish the regular year 16 in front of the D-backs. But the Diamondbacks come up with three consecutive victories. They go on to the National League Championship Series, and the Dodgers go home with nothing. Charlie Steiner with the call, AM570, the Dodgers radio network. Here is Dave Roberts, the Dodger manager, on the team's postseason flaws. The last two years, we've got outplayed in the postseason. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it was a seven-game series. 
you know, we lost the first three games. And so um, for me, I've got to do a better job of, you know, figuring out a way to get our guys prepared for the postseason. All right. What should the Dodgers do? What will the Dodgers do? How does this factor in with Shohei Ohtani? Uh, Clayton Kershaw's future. They just didn't bolster their pitching staff, and they had a lot of injuries with their starters, and it showed. And give credit to Arizona. I know this is going to be blame the Dodgers, but give credit to what we saw with Arizona. 84 wins. Lost their last four games of the regular season. Stumbled in. Five games. Oh, the Dodgers will put them away in three, right? But Arizona playing playoff baseball at the end of the regular season, and here they are moving on to the National League Championship Series. Usually the reaction I get in my small circle, you'll get, well, is anybody going to watch this? What about the ratings? I'm like, okay, you either watch or you don't. It's the way I look at it. What, what about the ratings? I remember everybody got caught up in ratings at ESPN and NBC when I worked there. Oh, gosh. You know, we got to hold them longer. You know, you got to tease, you know, items coming up better. You got to hold them so we can get a better number here. I'm like, okay. You know, but when it comes to these matchups, you just, they're going to play. You can't go, no, we can't have, you know what? We're going to have a best of seven now with the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. We can't have them in. Or when the Marlins went to the World Series. Marlins and the Indians. Anybody going to watch? Well, you either do or you don't. I mean, you're going you're gonna to let baseball know if you watched or you didn't, but they still have to play the series. <laughs> it's like as much as you want to deny that the Diamondbacks have moved on, they're there. So deal with them. They're going to face the Phillies or the Braves. And then it's like, is anybody going to watch the Diamondbacks? I'm like, I don't know. I will. Yes, Eden. I know that I'm alone in these types of thoughts, but uh, wouldn't it be much more compelling if the American League pennant winner played the National League pennant winner for the World Series? So, no playoffs? Yeah. Ooh. So go back to the Kind of the way it used to be, I guess, before money messed it all up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that to me would be like the ratings for that would be Super Bowl-esque. Got to have more games. They want to have more inventory. Well, yeah, but if we're if we're not going to do the ratings thing, then we can't do inventory thing either, right? <laughs> we can't be like, what about the ratings? Well, but the inventory. I mean, they need to, you know, commercial revenue is too important. Um, I, all I know is if you're ever around TV executives, this is all they talk about: ratings. Uh, what number did what number did the Cowboys uh, came to? Yes, Marvin. If that was the case about the pennant winners. The Yankees do not have 27 World That is titles. true. That If you went back, if you did this style, the Yankees would not have all of those World Series titles. The Colt 45s have at least one. Yeah. Because it was an easy pass. Like, you were there, and now all of a sudden, you're in the World Series. But they would only have 23. Oh, okay. All right. Mr. Pinstriper. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. That really damages the brand. <laughs> Yes, Paulie. I was thinking about teams that sneak into the playoffs and do damage. If you look at Eli Manning's career, the New York Giants, uh, they were wild cards both years they won the Super Bowl. They were 2011 and 2007. I went back and looked. They needed to win on the last game of the regular season yeah. to grab a wild card spot, and they won the Super Bowl those two years. That Thus, Hall of Fame. That's how tenuous it is. What, uh, didn't Green Bay or the Steelers, were they wild card teams too? When they won world, uh, won a Super Bowl, for some reason that comes to mind. Yes, Marv. 
the Marlins were wild card teams mm. when they won uh, the World yeah. Series. You got the wild card. Were the Raiders a wild card team? Correct. They were the first NFL wild card teams to win the Super Bowl. Raiders in '80, the Broncos in '97, the Ravens in 2000. Remember they had that big dip in the middle of the season where they lost a few games. Mm. The Steelers in 05, the New York Giants in 07. Then you got the Packers in 2010 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020. Mm. All right. Uh, poll question for hour two is going to be what? See, no counter. Yeah, we're just putting up there now a uh, more disappointing end to the season. Orioles, Twins, uh, or Dodgers? Well, I think Orioles and Twins, it's not unexpected. The, the Orioles were a great story, but were they a great team? I mean, they overachieved probably probably a year earlier than they thought, maybe. 101 games? Yeah. Wins? That's... Yeah, but the Dodgers have been doing this. So the fact that they have been at this level for quite some time and have little to show for it, that to me is the bigger disappointment. That's a bigger disappointment over time. However, you know like when you're... Uh... You make a Cinderella run in the tournament, yeah. and you're like, this might be the year. Look at us. We're in the fun. And then it ends. It's yeah. pretty crushing. Okay. I mean, you're happy that you got there. You're happy you had a good year, but you're like, damn, we were so close. And then if you're a team like the Orioles, you don't know when you're going to do that again. Okay, let me let me pose this question to answer your question. Yes. <laughs> if I would have said at the beginning of the year, hey, Dodger fans, you're going to win 100 games, but you're going to get swept by the Diamondbacks. Would you be happy with that? Or if I said to Oriole fans, hey, you're going to win 100 games, but you're going to be swept. What fan base would be more disappointed, surprised by that outcome? The answer is the Dodgers. Because Oriole fans would be like, heck yes. Well, the Dodgers might be disappointed. They're not going to be surprised by that outcome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> too soon. Wow. Actually, too soon. Wow. I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of what we've just been saying this whole time. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, poll question for? Uh, oh, is that the poll question for? That's the poll question. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. It is. All right. Yeah, I always wonder. You know, when you you get to a certain point with your team, and then you know, is there burnout with the managerial style? Do you need somebody to come in who's usually the opposite of the manager who's in there or the coach who's in there? Like you have a guy who's you know a quiet disciplinarian. Now you need the fiery guy. It's always the opposite personality to come in there. And I wonder, you know, Dave Roberts was speaking as if, hey, when I'm back next year, we're going to do these things. We need to be better at this. I don't know if it's that simple. Because I, I think if he didn't win the World Series a couple of years ago, that he wouldn't have been brought back. It felt like it was that tenuous. But does he get a hall pass? How long do you get a hall pass? Is this all on him? What's well, not? Team didn't hit. He has nothing to do with that. I mean, Mookie Betts, I mean, the top of the lineup did did nothing. The starting pitching, non-existent. And is that on Dave Roberts? Now, could he have taken Lance Lynn out after he gave up maybe his third home run of the inning? Um, and this is a guy who gave up 44 home runs during the year. Yes, Tom. And also, if you're Clayton Kershaw, how much uh, are you coming back next year, assuming you don't retire because you really genuinely want to get back on the mound or you can't have your last game of your career end the way it did? Well, you know, that's a conundrum for a lot of athletes. Can you walk away? How many, how many players end up winning a championship and then walking away? And Kershaw's 35. And there was speculation that that was his last start. 
last start as a Dodger. I don't know. Does he end up with the Texas Rangers? He goes back home? That's been speculated as well. All right, some phone calls here. And once again, tomorrow will be hype songs that we will pick uh, because the Texas Rangers have creeds higher as their hype song. Uh, let's see. We'll get some phone calls in here. Blake in Iowa. Hi, Blake. What's on your mind today? Hi. So I've been a huge Bronco fan my entire life. And I'm just trying to understand why we're having the biggest drop-off with this defense I think I've ever seen in any franchise ever. I mean, that's that's been the only thing I've been able to brag about for the last five years since Peyton or so is our defense. And now we're just hitting the biggest wall I've ever seen. It, I, I just I don't know what to think of them anymore. Well, Blake, let me bring in our uh, Bronco insider, Todd Fritz. Todd, uh, I, I feel the same way. I don't know what it is, but they were the no-fly zone, and even when the offense slipped after Manning left, when they were putting up 30, 40 points a game and being winning the division every year, now not only is the offense terrible, but it, a little better than it was the last couple of years, but still they can't even get two, three first downs in a row half the time. The defense isn't scary anymore. They used to win all the time at mile high, and there's no more mile high magic. They're very beatable at home, and they're giving up a crazy amount of points, and whenever they do anything good, there's usually a penalty thrown against them. It's a disaster on both sides of the ball. All right, thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. The Broncos' defense two years ago was ranked third in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Then they spent all their money on the quarterback position, and now they're ranked 32nd. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. happens all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a tale as old as time. Oh, my kids. Spending your money on your quarterback, and then you let your defense go. Waste away. Brandon in Charlotte. Hi, Brandon. What's on your mind? Hey, fellas. Uh, just quick question. At what point do we... I know he's long in the offense, but at what point did we pull Trey Lance in and give him a shot? I mean, when you're getting blown out like that and you're <laughs> overthrowing the ball, there's so much inconsistency. At what point do we give Trey a shot? And also, hype song. Don't forget about Inner Sandman by Metallica for Virginia Tech. All right. Well, thank you. Um, I would rather have Cooper Rush in there than Trey Lance. I don't know if Trey Lance can play. I think he's talented, but I haven't – I. You know, and then I know you got to put him in to see if he can play. You know, if you're out of the playoffs, then you start to explore this. Remember when they brought in Trey Lance and then there was speculation, oh, the Cowboys, they're going to get information from him when the Cowboys play the 49ers. How did that work out? That game would have been 60 points <laughs> if it wasn't for that Trey Lance info. What, Trey, what info do you think Trey gave uh, them to keep it under 60 points? Under 50 day. points, yeah. <laughs> and then, so Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator with the Chargers, Chargers-Cowboys Monday night. How much does Kellen Moore know about the Cowboys and their offense and signals and Dak? And I always find these interesting. Or you trade for a guy the week you're going to play his former team. Patriots would always do that. Like, uh, you know, we're bringing in this guy who used to play for the Jets. Man, they must see something in him that nobody else does. And then he's gone right after uh, the game. Yeah, playbook. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I don't know how many secrets there are. It, it feels like everybody sort of knows what... It, Brian Urlacher was in here, and he said, you know, we knew their signals, they knew our signals when he would face uh, Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers. It's just 
Can you disguise? How long can you disguise what you're going to do before you call the play? Yes, John. And then you start overthinking it. We got to change all our plays because this guy's going to tell them all our secrets. And, but that's exactly what they think we're going to do. So we're going to just continue to do the same thing we always do because they think we're going to change it. Thank you, Todd. Welcome. Uh, I remember Tony Dungy was telling me a story with Peyton Manning, and I think they were playing the Saints. And Peyton had a hand signal that meant, you know, the, one thing. And they had a former player who then went to play for the Saints. He was playing defensive back. And Peyton said to Tony, hey, we're going to change this play. When I give the fist, left fist, it's going to be this. So sure enough, this defensive back thinks he knows the play, comes up on it. Peyton throws a touchdown and burns him first time. And Tony was like, it was... You know, Peyton would always do small things because he, he was aware of those things. Like, that guy thinks this is going to be this, it's going to be something else. And then all of a sudden, you're watching him, you know, go down the sidelines for a 60-yard touchdown. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Joey Votto will join us. Last time he was on, he uh, said that he was not retiring. He was retiring from this show. He also put it out there that maybe if it doesn't work out with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, that he might be available. Now, does Taylor Swift go to the game if Travis Kelsey is not playing in the game? Game time decision? Well, she's still under contract from the NFL to oh, get there. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> wow. Possible. Very possible. <laughs> She'd be breaking her agreement if she didn't go. Uh, it was reported that she was sort of under contract. New York Post had that. Yes, Todd? Do you wear a cute 87 jersey with a large Band-Aid diagonally across like a sash because he's hurt? <laughs> Maybe she could get her ankle taped up. That would be cute. Yeah. Maybe crutches coming in. Maybe Travis can watch the game with his mom and Tay-Tay. <laughs> Pull the hammy. Come on, here we go. Pull the groin. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Joey Votto of the Reds will join us coming up. We'll get some more phone calls as well. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Sometimes I just go out and I put my hands on the Traeger grills. I just like to let them know, hey, I'll see you on Friday. Hope you're doing okay out there. You're lonely, but there's going to be a lot of fun coming up on Friday. May We're on Friday. deck today. Yes. Yeah. They're getting uh, warm, warmed up. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like a long toss day for them. Yeah. Do you yeah. think they use that heavy bat or the, do they just grab two or three? Oh, do I don't. That? Yeah. Swinging it around behind the Do they have a, a donut there on the end oh, of the bat? Oh, a donut. Yeah. Is the donut still in play in baseball? And they put that at the end of the bat. Old school. Yeah. I had a guy who couldn't figure out how to put it on. He was putting the donut on at the other end. We're like, oh, boy. Let's just let him continue That'd to try to do That would be me if we had a team. Thank you, Todd. Uh, the Traeger Grill, signature hardwood pellets. That's the difference. You keep the moisture in. That's why you, you, you can't screw up a meal with Traeger. We've tried. Also, you get great help from the Traeger app. Visit Traeger.com, see what's cooking in the neighborhood. And remember, use DP Show at checkout for free shipping. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It was so sad. Joey Votto joined us, and he said prior to his last game with the Reds, he played this song 15 times. Just started crying. Joey Votto, Red's first baseman, joining us now. Where are you, Joey? 
Uh, I'm in Reykjavik. I think that's how you pronounce it, Iceland right now. I just landed actually a few hours ago. So you woke me up from, from my sleep. Why Thank are you, you in Iceland? Wake up call. Why? <laughs> I've never been. I've never been. And uh, I wanted to make a stop for a few days. I heard it's beautiful. Okay. So, uh, what do you think yeah. so far? Have you seen anything? Cold, wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it is. Uh, I woke up this. Uh, excuse me. I landed this morning. It was pitch black outside, so I have no idea what what it is. But um, I can't wait to explore. I mean, I love to. I love to travel. Okay, just be careful when you when you take a car around Iceland. Um, just make sure that you're aware of black ice. Okay. Will do. Yes. Have you been? Uh, my family went twice, and uh, but they loved it. Loved it. Good. But they did. Uh, they hit a some black ice, and you know, started spinning. Uh, so. Oh my. Yeah. So just just be careful. I don't know what the temperatures are, but uh, just be, yes. just be aware of that. Uh, have you been recognized be in uh, Reykjavik? No, I haven't. But. I'll, I'll be sure to wear my, my uniform out and about when I go and hike. <laughs> that would be funny. If you just show up at the bar with your full uniform on, have some uh, black, you know, you put the uh, black under your eye, that'd be good. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I, I'd wear uh, Red's uniform, but, um, you know, if it's an astute fan, they, if someone would be like, you don't even work for them right now, so mm. how can you wear that uniform? Mm. Okay. So, now, yeah. so you're not going to watch the baseball playoffs? Do you even care? I I knew I was going to speak to you this morning, so on the flight down, I watched highlights from every game. <laughs> so I had something to talk about because I thought, nobody wants to keep hearing me, you know, uh, ask Taylor out, you know, through a third party or talk about, you know, retirement stuff. I think that I speak baseball, and I was hoping to do some baseball, you know, chatting with you. So I'd love to, I'd love to be, I'd love to do that with you. So. Okay. Did you get any feedback, first of all, with shooting your shot with Taylor Swift? It's been a week. Yeah, I had, a, I had uh, a few people basically laugh at me. So oh, I, I, I got I, no feedback whatsoever. No. Okay. What about to you playing the song Landslide 15 times in a row and weeping before your last game did you get any sympathy any women reach out to you no i i felt like that was personal i don't know why i shared that with you to be honest i <laughs> was pretty embarrassed afterwards it was one of those moments where i was like why why'd you share that why'd you have to share that you didn't have to share that what are you doing especially you know i, I the the thing i noticed the most the feedback i got the most was me saying i'm coming back and playing and uh, I heard a lot about that through texts and through, you know, media and stuff like that. So uh, thank you for giving me an opportunity to share that publicly. I didn't realize you, your platform yeah. touched a few, I, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a big platform. I know now. I know now. Uh, did, I thought this was like a mom-pop mom, mom operation, you know? Did you flee to Iceland to get away from, you know, the questions about Taylor Swift or your future in baseball and being staying in Cincinnati? Is that what you're doing? No, I, no, I, I, I flew here so I could throw my uniform on and test to see whether or not the Iceland market is for me, you know, whether or not there's, there's a draw here, so... Uh, not so much. Not so much. Uh, the social scene is very good in Reykjavik. Just I heard that. Let you I know. heard that. I heard the city's great and the people look great. Uh, excuse me. The people 
seemed great friendly. I sat next to a woman on the plane last night and she was telling me all about uh, what to go see and, and so friendly, so friendly. So I look forward to it. All right, some baseball here. Uh, let me start with um, celebrating in the locker room with the goggles. Fritzy has a problem when, you know, just, uh, Justin Verlander and the uh, Astros, he said they're soft because – yes. Are they soft if you wear goggles during the celebration in the locker room? It, it depends on the team. I know when I was when I first came up, came up newly inducted Scott, uh, Hall of Famer Scott Rowland said, "Listen, buddy, if I catch you wearing those goggles during the celebration, we're going to have an issue, sort of thing." But I mean, now it's part of you know playoff celebration. It seems to me everybody's wearing goggles, so Fritzy might be right. He may be old. He sounds like Fritzy's old school. Oh yeah, Barry. Huh? Yeah, Barry. Very old school. Of course, yeah. Fritzy's old school. What kind of question? I mean, how could I How could I miss that? But what One of the Danettes. One of the Danettes. Is that after planets? Is that Danettes, planets? Like one of your guys is Mars. One's, you know, Uranus. Venus. Who, who is Uranus, you know? That would be Todd. Uh, that, that, would, Todd. That, that would be Todd. No, Reggie Miller named them the Danettes. And uh, like, the, so I, he just called them the Danettes one day. And then people would say, well, don't you know that uh, that would mean they're women? And I go, I didn't give it that much. What does it matter? That. What does it matter? It's one, one of the Danettes. Yeah. I just got a real personality on him. I met him. I met him a good, a good bit ago. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, did you care about the Astros when they were cheating? You know, I was quoted saying I'd be surprised if they were the only one. Yeah. Um, I, 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 of course, of course you're aware of it. I don't know the depths to which they were, or they were doing that. Um, but I will say the, se the second that, uh, Manfred, Robin Manfred laid down the, the, the punishment, I've moved on completely. I'm a, I'm a believer once, once you've served time, once you've served a, pu a punishment, it's over. Same with the players, everybody involved. That's my take. But they didn't serve any time. The only people who got punished were the manager and the GM. That's what I, I think. That's the problem with the Astros. If they right. served their time, they got suspended, uh, whatever it might be, then I think people would move on from it. But it feels Are you like, saying specifically the players? Yes. Well, how do you know who's who? How do you know who benefited, who didn't? Are you saying the entire team, all, all roster players throughout the entire season, even if it exceeds 40? Well, some players cooperated. Players, players had immunity, so therefore they told the commissioner whatever, you know, you ask me a question, I'll give you an answer. There's no repercussions there. So we know that there was cheating because people paid a price. My point is they keep winning, and I keep saying, well, why did you cheat in the first place if you guys were this good? Did, were you ever aware of the Astros cheating during a game no and i don't i i don't know their players very well we rarely play them in interleague yeah. uh, we obviously don't play them during the regular season we don't we weren't a strong team during that window so i we didn't match up in the playoffs so it was almost like you know from another continent and then when you hear all the reports and you see the commentary that's when you per perk your ears up and you ask the question oh what's going on here you know is this is this ubiquitous you know among all the winning teams um, but as far as the players, I think I, I, I don't know the investigation. I know so little about this subject other than they were they were dinged. And a lot of people in the industry thought that, yes, they were they were punished appropriately. Talking to Joey Votto, are you still listed as the Reds first? I mean, I don't even know how to introduce no. you. You just 
I don't know how. I think I, I don't know. I think my contracts uh, finished up November one. I think so. I, I'm still the Reds' uh, first baseman uh, or a, a first base option. But Paulie, the season's would, done. So, would you check the Reds' official roster as of this morning? Yeah, I got uh, that. Would, that would hurt. That would hurt <laughs> if I'm off. What is it? What, what do you What do you want to hear, Joey? I want to hear the truth. Okay. okay. And no, I still can't handle it. I'm on the Reds website and MLB's website. You're still listed as All right. uh, on, the, All on the website. Right. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Six two two twenty. Yeah. Are you six two two twenty? No, thirty. You know, <laughs> COVID. COVID. So my dog died at the very beginning of COVID. And I used to go for multiple walks a day, and for like the last year or two, I've put on maybe five, seven pounds, and. I realize now it's because I didn't. Walk, I'm not walking my dog anymore. Once, mm. twice a day, I'd walk for 75 minutes or so, and I think over the years that I was 222 to 227, and now I'm like 228 to 232. So I got my goal is to tighten up, get back down to close to 225. Plus, if you want to meet a woman having a puppy, come on. I know it worked. It used to work. It worked. <laughs> uh, explain to me the Dodgers. How does that happen? Yes. Well, I think the five-game series is tough. And uh, before we go, I'd love to chat about the uh, Arcia Harper uh, exchange. But I think the five-game series is tough, and I think there's a reason why people get excited. Real baseball – I'm not saying real baseball fans, but there's so much randomness during the Major League playoffs, especially with the shorter series, the three-game series, the five-game series. So – you know, next thing you know, they're down two nothing, and they put up four homers in one inning, and it's like that's the sort of feeling. I remember in 2012, and I don't mean to go so far back, but we were playing the San Francisco Giants. We were up two games, after, two games after you know beating them in San Francisco, coming back to Cincinnati, and they came back and tied it two two. And in the second, third, fourth inning, Buster Posey had a grand slam in Game Five, and it just felt like. Oh, we're about to, you know, that feeling of like, how do you come back from this? And I think that may have been the sensation, you know, four straight home runs. How do we come back from this sort of thing in such a short series? I'm, I'm sensing that's probably what happened. I don't know how much you can control in the playoffs. The uh, Bryce Harper situation. So he gets doubled up the night before and then all of a sudden hits a couple of home runs and then stares down one of the players yeah. who – Kind of made fun of him a little bit in the in the locker room after the game. Uh, no, not kind of. And and this is what I think baseball needs more of. I think we need these exchanges. First of all, Bryce is one of the more iconic players in our sport. Obviously, one of the better players in our sport, best players in our sport, two-time most valuable player. Orlando Arcia, I, if I'm not mistaken, started the All-Star game this year. So he's a successful player in his own right. But I think these exchanges between teams, uh, between stars, between players, I think will really – and tell that story. Tell that story. Um, and that way we get to have those moments. And, you know, the photo of Harper looking back at Arcia, <laughs> I mean, how good is that for a, for a baseball fan? The big moments. You could sense, you could sense the anger. You know, I, I think – and I'm not – Going to minery here, but I think the average baseball fan wants to hear the the anger, the emotion, the hatred, the spite. You know, I guarantee when Arcia and, and Harper step away from the field and the series is done, they dap each other up, handshake each other, and uh, come on, it's just competition. But 
in competition. Give us that context. Out of boy, Harper, way to go. You know, he's kind of making fun of him, way to run the bases. He hears it, and then all of a sudden he's like, all right, you want to talk about me? Let me show you what I can do with this bat. Let me, let me, you know, put a dagger in this game sort of thing. So Phillies are up two to one, I think, just out of, just out of spite. That was a spite win almost. What's that so, sound? It'll be a great series. They'll play five. I bet you they play five. What's that sound like when you're at first base and somebody homers? Uh, sharp, like, like sharp sounding. It's it's a distinct sound. If you put me behind the dugout where I can't see the game and I faced away from the game and I just listened to the game, I could tell you that's a flare foul ball, that's a pop up in the infield, and I'd be pretty darn close. And I could tell. I could tell for sure. I, I could tell the Rockets for sure. I, it's hard to tell the homers because the the hard hit balls and the homers sound the same. But the distinct sound, and then you feel the the buildup of the crowd, the and then the 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 reaction afterwards. It's all one sound. But there are certain players who have a different sound when they hit the base. I remember hearing Jock Peterson, and the ball left his bat, and I went, "That sounds different." Are yeah. there are there guy like is there a sound from a, a player's bat that like he's different than anybody else? Yeah, I I, I hit with Pete, I, I hit with Josh Hamilton after he came off of the red the red sign and before them even a minor league stint. Just that sound. We were hitting in Sarasota, Florida with these dud balls. They were soaked and beaten up and that sound. And there's only a few players that have that sound. It's distinct. You know when a when a you know now Jordan Alvarez when a Bryce Harper when the when the judges hit the ball it's a it's a different sound and then you can feel the heat off the off the barrel you, you're watching for that ball because it's scary so the sound off the bat the sound of the ball traveling through there you know the more you play and the more you're close to the action yes there are some distinct sounds I think I can honestly say you're the best baseball analyst in Iceland. Right now, yeah. Well, wow. how about that? Thank you, thank you, Dan. Wow. I appreciate. Yes, Jupiter, Saturn. Thank you, guys. <laughs> the planets. What is your plan for the rest of the day in Iceland? Get up, get out. I, I, I hear. You know, I, I'm an older, I'm an older guy, and I gotta get in those thermal pools. You know, I gotta soak the aching bones. So. <laughs> Uh, I'll probably get up and get out and, and it's not a good hiking day, but I'd love to go for a walk here soon. Okay. Be careful. Definitely. Watch out for black ice. Yeah. How long are you there for? Um, a few days. What's this? this, this too, too much information, Dan. Let's, let's keep, you know, oh, are you going to regret tell people where my Let's now tell people where my coordinates are. Okay. You know, it, if I tell, if I say five, six days, all of a sudden it's going to be a crowd of Joey Bottle fans <laughs> looking for me in my uniform. You're nice. <laughs> By the okay, way, I got a question for you. Before okay. before we go, is, is is Pluto a planet? Is Pluto a Danette? Uh, no. Uh, that's a, I okay. yeah, intern. Pluto is an intern. <laughs> okay, an, right, an intern. Good. If you play next year. You yes, have man, to promise you. this audience that Landslide will be your walk-up song. I want Landslide to be the walk-out song I use on the last day of the season. Uh, no, then you'll be crying. You'll be at the plate. Well, why, yeah. 
Why would I cry opening day? You're trying <laughs> so I have to normalize it. I have to build up a callus to the song. Yeah. Wait, you cry on opening day? If I walked out to Fleetwood Mac's landslide, yes. Okay. I just I like that I'm the best analyst in Iceland, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Good luck with that at the bar tonight. Thank you. <laughs> It'll work well. It could. You know, I am the big. I am the best ice, uh, analyst in Iceland. Baseball. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Here we go. We say goodbye to Joey Votto. He may have played his last game. Got a John Smoltz goes to Iceland. Joey Votto gets kicked down a notch as far as baseball analysts. Damn. Man. Once again. Hey, it hits me. It hits me hard too, Joey. He cries after every appearance here on the Dan Patrick Show. Women love that. He's vulnerable. Even more in Iceland. They love that. That's Joey Votto. Former MVP. He actually won a gold glove. You know what? I should ask him for his gold glove. He's not using that thing. Yeah, Paulie. As, as we played Landslide and, and we went from you to Joey Votto, yeah. the director in back did a dissolve, like a soft dissolve to Joey. <laughs> and I almost spit up my drink. It was so emotional. Look at the big German doing some tricks oh, back there. What a move. <sighs> Joey's got his head down. In his I know. He's got his head in his hand. Crying over landslide. All right. We're going to take a break. Phone call's coming up. Bijan, you know, I think I may have seen, can you check Paul Robinson? I think he wore number 18 for the Bengals. He was known as the Cactus Comet. I think Bijan Robinson is related to Paul Robinson, who I saw as a Cincinnati Bengal. We have about 45 minutes before Bijan joins us, but I think I saw maybe his uncle, great uncle. Yes, Todd. I'm saying the grand uncle of Bijan Robinson is Paul Robinson. Well, grand uncle. Well, how about that? That's nicely done by you. I was going to have people wait through the commercial oh, break. Oh, I blew it. But no, thank you, Todd. I was excited to get you that information quickly. That's my fault. Mm. It's a real teacher's pet move. Yeah. Grand uncle. <laughs> I got it before anybody else. Grand Let's uncle. Let's take a break. Play of the day. Oh, no, we already did play a day. Phone call's coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan and see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sunday night, Giants take on Josh Allen in the Bills. That'll be at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. You can pick up the book, The Occasionally Accurate Annals of Football, The NFL's Greatest Players' Plays, Scandals, Screw-Ups, Plus Tough We Totally Made Up. It's uh, the book that I co-wrote with Joel Cohen, who writes for The Simpsons, and it's available audio book. And uh, it, just imagine me and you, and you're in bed, and I'm reading this book to you. Fellas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sound good? Yeah. Oh, did you think women hey, were? Nah. No, no. I mean, guys, yeah. you go to bed and I, I could be reading to you. You guys use those sound machines to sleep? Anyone use those sound machines? White noise? Yeah, those little shh yeah. things. I've done that with my earbuds sometimes. I have, I have a uh, relatives who, ha- who has, they have dual sound machines, and it's so loud it sounds like planes are landing at their house. Mm. But do, do any of you guys like that stuff? Um, if somebody happens to snore, if you put your earbuds in and then you put on the uh, white noise, you know, like waves crashing in or something. Yeah, Seton. That's why I use one because my wife snores so bad that we <laughs> have one on and um, it helps. It helps. We don't have to do earplugs or anything like that. 
uh, although sometimes, but <laughs> I do find that it blocks. No, I live in a, um, a like a busier area, so there's a lot of cars going by, so it blocks out the car traffic. It blocks out her snoring, and it, I do find that if I'm sleeping and it's not on, I miss it. Yes, Paul. Quick poll question, Seton. If you could remove the uh, street noise or the wife's snoring, only one. Uh, definitely the snoring, <laughs> for sure. Because growing up, I lived in between two highways, and the sound of the cars, we didn't have air conditioning, so you'd have to open up the windows, and the sound of the cars going by, if you're laying in bed, and when I was younger, I could convince myself they were waves, like uh, beach ocean waves, <laughs> and it that would put me to sleep. I remember going to uh, a sleepaway camp for Cub Scouts with my son, and everybody's in this big barracks, and there was a guy who snored so badly that I felt bad for him, but everybody was so angry at this guy because he would get to bed sooner than everybody else. That's the key. With a snore, you got to get to bed before they do. And I remember I left and went to Kmart to get earplugs. That didn't work. Uh, the next day, I went and got headphones with earplugs. That didn't work. And then I'm wrapping my head with the pillow because everybody would wake up and they'd be grumpy. And he'd be, he slept through the night. Be like, oh, hey, how you doing? How'd you sleep last night? Not well because of you, <laughs> Tommy. Yes, Paul. Based off Seton's noise, uh, when I first got out of college, I moved to downtown Chicago, Lincoln Park by DePaul University. Looking at an apartment, right? Sheffield. I pull up this lady's like showing me this nice little two-bedroom apartment. I'm like, man, this price is really good. I'm like, two bedrooms? Me and my buddy were like, this place is all right. I go, look at this. Right, there's bars. There's this is really cool. As so we're sitting there talking, like all of a sudden I hear <laughs> the L train was right oh, behind the house. The yeah. elevated trains in Chicago, they were right by the back bedroom. And I looked at the realtor. She goes, "I'm never going to be able to rent this place." <laughs> she goes, "I got to time it out. You got to sign the lease between trains." Uh, Corey and Bridget, time it out. <laughs> Hurry, sign it before the L comes. You're by. locked in, Corey, in Virginia. Hi, Corey. What up, DP? Hey, bud. Long time, first time, six foot four, full of muscle. Got a couple quick points about the discussion we've been having about the, the hype-up songs. The My choice for the best one is at uh, Pittsburgh Steelers games, the venue formerly known as Heinz Field. They play Renegade by Sticks in a TV timeout in the fourth quarter before a defensive possession. The crowd goes absolutely bananas. It, mm. is, a, it is a sight to see. And real quick, you guys played the... Uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, you know, warm up a hype song earlier uh, last hour. Little known fact: the 1995 album Jock Rock Volume Two, the ESPN CD, the first track of that CD was "Serious." Do you remember what the the second track on that album was? I think I was on there. That was you, Bloop Bloop in Fuego by Dan Patrick, track two on that CD. Thank you, Corey. I uh, actually got like a gold record. When that went gold, they, they sent me, um, it's around here somewhere. Yeah, is it in the hallway back in the back with the back room guys? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.